my gorgeous boss babes, welcome to the e-commerce dropout podcast, aka my personal brain dump of everything I wish I knew when starting out in e-commerce. Whether you're wanting to launch your very first online business or looking to scale an existing brand, this is the show for you. Here you'll learn plenty of actionable tips and tricks to create the e-commerce store of your dreams and smash your online business goals. So let's get started. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of the e-commerce dropout podcast. I hope you are having a fantastic week. Today's episode is going to be one that a lot of you have been asking for. And I'm not just saying that this is seriously something that I get asked about all the time. And that is to explain my actual business history and all the e-commerce stores that I've owned and operated. Plus, if you do stick around until the end of the episode, I have an exciting little announcement that I'm semi-nervous to make, but I'm just going to run with it anyway, so make sure you hang around for that. And without further ado, guys, I guess we'll just dive straight into it, and I'll discuss everything in chronological order so you get a bit of an idea of the timeline and how everything kind of occurred. So if you've listened to previous episodes or know a bit about my story, you'll know that I actually started with the whole online business thing at quite a young age. So I was 15 when I started my first online venture and it was a fashion blog called Emily Jane Style. And of course, when I first started out, it wasn't a full on business or anything. I was just young. I loved fashion. I loved Gossip Girl, all those kind of things. Um, and I just always felt a little bit on the outer at school. It was never anything major. I just, I had a great group of friends. I played sport and all of that, but I also had this other side of me that was probably a bit more mature than my age. And I was really interested in business and the online world, which wasn't something that any of my friends or anyone that I knew was doing. So I kept it a complete secret from everyone out of this fear that people would judge me and think it was stupid, which is like the worst thing in the world when you're a 15 year old girl. And I kind of lived this like double life of not talking to anyone about it at school. And then I would just come home and work on it every night. And then as it kind of progressed, I started getting really interested in the business side of things. So I added affiliate links to all of my posts and would do sponsored posts or guest articles and I would get paid. It wasn't much at the time, but to me being a 15 year old working at McDonald's, it was something. And that was my first taste of online business and kind of understanding how that ecosystem works. Then after a few years, probably towards the end of high school, I kind of let that blog sizzle out and I just wasn't as into it anymore. I started to gain other interests like, I don't know, partying and boys, all those kind of things that typical 17 year olds are interested in. Um, But I would always keep coming back to online business and it was always something that I was interested in. I did have that part-time job at McDonald's, but I was also doing a bit of affiliate blogging on the side. So I would build these websites and I'd write really in-depth blog posts about certain topics and I would include affiliate links and make sure it was all SEO friendly. So if people bought through these links that I was advertising, I would then earn a commission. And I made a couple of hundred dollars here and there by doing that. But this was around the time that I was like finishing school, starting uni, and it was just a huge time commitment to research the topics, to write the posts and to do 
all of those kind of things, upkeep the blog, all of that. So I didn't really proceed too far with that after I started uni. And I will add that the things that I was uh, doing the affiliate blogging for, it wasn't like fashion. It was really random niche topics because that was the thing at the time, finding niche topics, doing affiliate marketing, all that kind of thing. So it was a bit all over the place. It was nothing that I was necessarily super passionate about. But then probably about a year into uni, when I was around 19 or 20, I started feeling this huge urge to start my own business and pursue something of my own. I could kind of see my path being laid out before me. Everyone in my business degree was wanting to get jobs in the corporate world or in marketing agencies. And originally I thought that was a hundred percent what I wanted. I wanted to be, you know, high flying in the corporate world and all that kind of thing. But as time went on, I realized it just wasn't for me. So I figured out that I'd better start a business and make it work because I did not like this path that I was on that was really conventional and that everyone else was following. So I considered going back to affiliate marketing or blogging, but it just didn't feel right. It wasn't where my passion was. And for a while, I'd been researching e-commerce and how to get into it. And for some reason, I had this really limiting belief that I would never start an e-commerce store. It was way too hard. It just wasn't for me. You know, you can't make significant money doing that. But I still felt really, really drawn to the idea of it. I am a really creative person at heart. So I love that idea of creating a brand, creating a product, creating an experience, all those kind of things. That was what really drew me into it. And then one day I was on Instagram and I saw this girl that I follow advertise that she was coming to Brisbane to run a masterclass on how to start an e-commerce business. And I knew that she'd had a few successful businesses. So I was like, why not? I'll just go along, see what it's all about. And I went to the presentation. I literally remember it so vividly. And it was a really intimate roundtable group and it went for about two hours. And after that, I was 100% convinced that I was starting an e-com store. And literally the next day, my first e-commerce brand was born. I had zero idea what I was doing. I look at it now and think of how blissfully naive I was. But the thing that really stands out to me is that I didn't hesitate. I just had that gut feeling and started putting the little knowledge that I had into action. And from there, my very first brand, Lucent Bottle, was born. So this was probably, I can't remember the exact year. It might have been 2017, 2018. And crystals were just starting to make a resurgence. So when I saw these really beautiful glass water bottles with crystals inside them, this was on Alibaba, I knew they'd be a hit. Well, actually, I didn't know that for sure, but I was really hopeful they'd be a hit. So straight away, I messaged a supplier, which I'd never done before. I arranged a sample and started building the brand. And remember, I had no idea what the heck I was doing. Uh, So I kind of just fumbled my way through it. I Googled a lot. I did have quite a good knowledge of like web design and writing copy. So that probably played to my advantage a little bit, but I never spoken to a supplier or, you know, arranged shipping or packaging or anything like that before. So I was going in completely blind and I was still in uni at the time and Will and I had just bought our first house. So we were young. I think we were like maybe 1920 and we're pretty tight with money. And I think my first order of stock was like $3,000. And I remember asking Will what he thought. And he was so supportive, like he always is. He's literally the biggest chiller and was just like, yeah, of course, go for it. And 
that was kind of the push I needed to go full steam ahead and be like, yeah, okay, this is a good idea. I'll give it a go. At this stage, I was working in my family's real estate office part-time when I wasn't at uni. So I was then using that money that I earned there to invest into growing the business. And from there, it kind of just grew. I had put in all the my knowledge about like social media marketing, um, blogging, SEO, keywords, all that kind of thing. I was putting all my past knowledge into just building this brand. And I just researched it every opportunity I could about Facebook ads, you know, whatever it was, I was researching it all over the place. And fast forward a couple of years, I was able to start taking a wage from that business. Well, not even a couple of years, probably like 12 months. I was still working in real estate, but I was able to start taking a wage from that business and work on that majority of the time. And it was a really successful business. I wasn't expecting my first business to grow to the point that Lucent did. I was getting like consistent orders every day. I was making money and that was my first taste of e-commerce success. And that to this day is my most successful business. I am so proud of being able to create a business like that at such a young age, but it was also a big learning curve. I didn't know what to do. So I was kind of just learning as I went to run a business, to do my finances, to do all that. And there were certainly points that I just royally stuffed it up, but there was also a lot of things that I was quite proud of as well. So fast forward and a few years, the company was tracking really well, making a profit, had a great following, a customer base. And once again, I can't really explain it, but I just started to feel detached from the business and had the thought of selling it. I'd seen other people do it and I thought maybe I'll just sell and move on, which is exactly what I did. And you can probably sense a common theme here that I go with my gut feeling a lot. And it is something that I rely on to make a lot of decisions more than I probably should, but that's fine. Um, so I listed the store for sale on Shopify exchange website, which is Um, like a marketplace for people selling their e-commerce stores. And after a month or so, it ended up selling, which generated quite a good chunk of cash for me that I was then able to use to start my next business. Unfortunately, the people who bought Lucent, I don't think they ever ended up doing much with it. So I don't think it's running anymore, which is a bit of a shame, I guess, but it is what it is. Uh, One of the things though that I did learn and realize after building Lucent was that starting an e-com store is a pretty standard formula that could be replicated. So I was confident moving onto my next business venture that I could just use that same process again. And this is also where I started to question why no one is teaching this stuff. There were so many times throughout running Lucent that I had the question that I had questions about growing or scaling. And there really wasn't any quality resources to turn to or anyone that was talking about e-com in a relatable way. Like there were always the self self-proclaimed e-com gurus, you know, driving Ferraris, talking about dropshipping, all that kind of thing. But that was not what I was looking for. I wanted someone that was talking about the real stuff involved with growing an e-com brand. And I think that's where the seeds were planted for the e-commerce dropout that I do now, because there was no one there when I needed it. So now I want to be that person providing the knowledge and insight that I needed at that time. 
But anyways, that's a whole other tangent. So moving on to my next business, and that was PowerPad. So this was a few years ago when wireless charging first started to become a thing. And I found these beautiful marble chargers on Alibaba. So they're like the little charging pads that you set your phone on to charge, but it had a really beautiful marble surface. So I had black marble and white marble with like a really good quality gold cord. Um, but I started, I purchased a initial stock of those and I started selling them and used the same formula that, that I used to grow Lucent. And I ran Facebook ads, reached out to influencers, all this stuff that I knew had worked with Lucent. And that all worked again for PowerPad, the same things. And I was like, oh, so there's a formula here. Like I started to kind of understand that. Um, and the power pad sold really well for about 10 to 12 months. And then suddenly sales kind of died down. And I partly attribute this to most people already having phone charges by this stage. And now that I look back and reflect on it, it probably wasn't the best choice of product because it was more of a novelty to have a beautiful charger that looked great on your bedside table or desk, but it wasn't something that people recurringly purchased. And it wasn't something that people really gifted either. So I kind of learned my lesson there, but once again, the business grew to a point where I was able to take away some profit. And during that time, I was able to really grow and refine my knowledge of e-commerce and running a store. And I think that's one of the best things about having had a few different stores in different fields because every venture has taught me something new and developed my knowledge and gave me new experiences. So while I was running PowerPad, I started to dabble in the world of drop shipping and I didn't have any prior knowledge of drop shipping, but I saw everyone else doing it. So I figured it couldn't be that hard, but oh my God, Guys, when I tell you I filled my plate too much, I mean it. (laughs) So for some unknown reason, I thought it would be a good idea to not open one, but two drop shipping stores at the same time I was running PowerPad. So one of those stores was called Indoor Botanics and it sold indoor plant accessories. And the other was 3D Pen Art, which sold 3D pens. Once again, I implemented the same marketing strategies that I did with Lucent and PowerPad and both brands grew and started making sales, but it was at a much slower rate. And obviously that just came down to the fact that I was trying to spread myself across three businesses, which meant that I wasn't giving a hundred percent to any of them and everything was just triple the work. Like even the little things that you don't really think of like bookkeeping or scheduling Instagram posts or you know, whatever that may be, it was taking three times as long. And after probably six months of that, my tank was so empty. And to be completely honest, I was just over it all. And that was completely self-inflicted by taking on way too much. And my passion just wasn't there anymore, which was sad because e-com was like my thing. I loved it so much. And after that six months, I was just drained. I didn't want to borrow it anymore. Uh, So I decided to sell. I sold PowerPad and Indoor Botanics and I just closed 3D Pen Art. But I ended up probably devaluing what PowerPad could have been um, because I just let things slip because I was just trying to juggle everything at once. 
But looking back now, it's all just lessons learned, I guess. I am so grateful that I did learn those lessons though, because it's put me in a position now where I know what people are going through. I know how good it feels to get the wins. I know how shit it feels when everything is crumbling down around you. And I feel like I've probably skimmed the surface with this episode, especially with Lucent and PowerPad, because they were my main e-com babies. And I could talk about each of those for ages around the highs, the lows, you know, the profit, the losses, all those kind of things. But the purpose of this episode was just to give you my the rundown and the order of everything so you guys have a bit of a better understanding of my personal experience and you have an answer to the question that you guys have been asking, which is tell us about your business history. So that's kind of what I wanted to get across in this episode. And another thing that I wasn't sure if I was going to address in this episode, but screw it, I will. And that is I received this DM the other day from a random troll. Like, you know, the ones I'm talking about, he had about, I don't even know if it was a guy, 20 followers, no profile pictures, no uploaded images. And the DM said, what qualifies, what makes you qualified for this? Show me your million dollar store. Then people might actually listen to you. And I was just, when I read it, I was like, firstly, this is bloody random, but it did get me thinking for a second. And I, I just wanted to tell you guys, I've never claimed to have had a million dollar e-com business. Sure, some of my businesses have been really successful. I'm super proud of them. And that's what I wanted to tell you guys about today. And I'm proud of what I created at a young age, but that really has never, ever been the point of the e-com dropout platform. I didn't create the e-commerce dropout to come from a place of like, oh my God, I'm so successful. Do what I say. It is not about that at all, guys. It's about being a genuine resource for people that want to build a legitimate, sustainable e-commerce business. And just want someone to turn to for advice and guidance. Because like I said before, there was never that I could never find that person for myself when I needed information. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys. And now I think it is time for the announcement that is making me slightly uncomfortable. No, I'm just kidding. It It's not that uncomfortable, (laughs) but the announcement is that I have decided to get back on the horse and launch another e-commerce brand, but this time I will be documenting the entire process for you guys. So I figured it's been a while since I've had an e-com store and I just started feeling that urge again after, you know, like I told you, I was super burnt out last time and I just wanted a break. But now like I have that passion again. And I think a lot of that has come from talking to you guys or just talking to anyone in my DM, seeing the people in my course start creating these stores and these businesses. I'm like, oh my God, I want to do that again. So I have been super motivated. And I think that's all thanks to you guys. Um, and it also just feels really aligned now. I have this amazing platform to share the entire experience. And you better believe that I will literally be documenting and sharing all of it. So yeah, that is a whole new category of content that you guys can be expecting to see very soon. And yeah, I'm just super excited to share it with people because every other time I've started a business, it's been a solo process. So it's kind of cool to just do it with people this time. Like I know it's not exactly doing it with someone, but just to have that support and understanding of the, of people around me. And the reason I did say I was kind of nervous about it is because I literally decided 
on this yesterday afternoon. I haven't really thought about it or anything or thought it through. I'm just straight up committing to it, which I think will be really good. I'm all about like acting before you have a chance to think even to the extreme of I had this idea yesterday afternoon and I've already done about 10 steps towards getting the business started. So that's a little spoiler for Friday's episode where I'm going to break down literally everything that I did last night to get the ball rolling. So that episode will be really good for people like me who just love fast action. You have an idea, you want to get it done. And on Friday's episode, I will be breaking down literally everything I did last night from the moment I had the idea to now where I've done like ordered samples, all those kind of things, I will be breaking that down on Friday's episode. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you're following me on Instagram because that's where I will be documenting the whole process. I'm thinking of doing it in like little mini videos, whether that's reels or TikToks, just to, I want to be able to document it in the best way. And I don't think writing captions is going to be that way. So I think I'm going to like vlog, like do those little minute vlogs to document the entire process. And it'll also be cool to be able to look back on it and remember the foundational stages. So yeah, this is my new little project. I wanted to share it with you guys before I got cold feet and backed out. So now you know, and you have to keep me accountable. Um, but yeah, tune in for Friday's episode, guys. I hope you've really enjoyed this episode and you kind of feel like we're more connected now that you know my whole like business history. And yeah, I hope you have a fantastic day, a fantastic rest of your week, and I'll chat to you soon, guys. Bye.